I just think it's kind of weird that you don't recognize Taiwan as a country. You're but such a welcome to the Good Dumps <laughs> Podcast, episode thirteen. Uh, yeah. Uh, what's going on, G man? Nothing. I so I have a really dumb story. So, uh, prior, uh, I'm G man. Uh, so prior to the start of the episode, thanks God, my fiance hasn't listened to this fucking podcast. Um, Kala and I decided that even though it's 10 a.m., we're gonna make ourselves drinks and uh, have a few while cocktail we time. Yeah, so I don't. I didn't have any iced tea, and I really wanted iced tea and vodka. So I'm making the iced tea. I didn't know if I put in enough of the stupid mixed stuff, so I went to take a sip, and I poured like a quarter of it on myself, the floor, the dog. It was all over the place, right? And I realized to myself that I'm. I haven't even started. It was just iced tea. There's nothing in there, but uh, I'm flagged already, and it's 9:30 <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> So uh, that was fun. And that's I was looking at you off. like you're a mess and yeah, you take care like, of me. He's like, Jesus, you got to get it together, my guy. <laughs> eventually, <laughs> I, I, I not doing that yet. Well, yeah. So eventually, when I got enough of the iced tea, you know, the stuff that didn't get spilled and some that did uh, ended up into one of my shakers with some vodka. So uh, that's what I'm drinking today. Kraken uh, rum and Coke for me. You know, I was never a huge fan of the Kraken. I think I honestly think the first time I had it was at your place. I, I don't know. Yeah, I think I, so. I think it was, and you were living in North Carolina. It wasn't even in Jersey. Because I feel like it's like not new necessarily, but it's not old either, you know? It's been out for a while. I, I mean, I, I would have to. By the way, it was, a, we're on episode 13. I just checked. Um, I, I, I might be wrong. It, it, I'll say this. I, it didn't, I didn't realize it was a thing until you know, maybe the last four or five years. I, I know that I had it. At the very least, I had it at your house. I'm not 100% it was the first time, but either way. Now was... that we knocked our little intro out, you want to start talking about actual hockey? or? I'm not sure. I'm still recovering from last episode. <laughs> that was I hate, I, I know we've talked about this, but like, you cannot, for the four people that listen to that podcast, you cannot tell how bad I'm laughing. When he's mispronouncing Alex Nedeljkovic's last name, which to be fair, it's a hard name to pronounce. Like, there's a lot of Russian guys in the league with really weird names. Maybe not weird, but hard to pronounce. Like he's one of them, Kochenkov. There's a couple consonants next to each other. Yeah, it's rough. But that dude, that because I went out and bought this fancy ass mic for recording, you cannot tell. I guess it buffers out all the bullshit in the background and it wasn't close enough to the mic, but I am wheezing. I am dying laughing when that fucking, that, that whole 10 minutes of that part, because you even cut out a piece of it. And dude, I cut I, out a huge chunk of that, too. Oh my God, dude. I was dying laughing. That was so fucking funny. And I think one of my favorite parts is at the end where I'm like, do you have anything to say? And you're just like, no, <laughs> you're like, no. I have to go to work. <laughs> I know, dude. It was like, at that point it was like nine 20 and it's like, I haven't even showered yet. And I have to be at work at 10 o'clock. Thank God. I work like three blocks away. I think I was even <laughs> early somehow. <laughs> anyway. All right. So there's not a lot in terms of like actual news. In the hockey Dog world, days of summer. Because well, could, yeah, well, I was going to say. I mean, it's been two weeks, which I only just found out. But it's been two weeks since we recorded, and still, there's a lot of names that have not been signed. I I can't believe that PK Phil Kessel, like, I mean, those are the big ones, honestly. Even Paul Stasny, I can't believe these guys haven't found homes. Like at this rate, they might be going for like ridiculous 
ridiculous um, loss in money. You know, like PK was making nine mil. Of course, he's not making that this year. Phil Kessel, eight mil. No, I mean, I think he could be good on another team. Um, he was on Arizona. Jay like, Beagle is a free agent. Jay, Jay Beagle's got to be in his 40s at this point. Uh, 36. Okay, all right. Still. Um, so solid. He's all right. He's a good fourth-line guy. But I, the only reason I brought this up is because, again, we were looking at signings, and it's like, eh, there's not really much going on. Oh, DJ Yandel's a free agent. <laughs> Poor Yandel. Well, after he got screwed over by Philly with the Iron Man, I don't know where he's going to go. Yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing him go back to Arizona. You know what I mean? That'd be pretty cool. Him there or, uh, you know what, just come over to New Jersey. We have like $5 of cap space left. (laughs) Wait, seriously? Yeah. Are you that hurting for for salary? Uh, Yeah, let me pull it up because after we... Right up against the cap. Uh, That is wild. Yeah, and I was like, oh, wow, we spent a lot of money on nothing this year. But who knows? We... Yeah, we got a lot, so hopefully that helps. Hopefully Jesper Bratt pops off. I definitely did not see the John Marino signing, and I don't hate it. One, two, three, five years. Oh, was it a trade? Okay, I didn't realize that. No, still like yeah. it, though. <laughs> yeah, we traded uh, Ty Smith to the Penguins for him. Ty Smith, okay. I, I mean, it's a nice uh, contract, you know? Also, yeah. how are you paying Jonas Siegenthaler... What is, oh, he got an extension. Okay, never mind. Still, he got extended for 3.4 for how many years? That's not bad either. He's pretty good. What I've seen of him anyway, I should say. He's like, I've seen he's little bits solid. of pieces. Yeah, he looked all right. All righty. So the Devils are doing I good. I can tell you PK ain't coming back to New Jersey. <laughs> yeah, they have $73,000 in salary cap. So <laughs> unless he's taking a significant pay cut, I think you're SOL on the PK... Uh, uh, Whatever. Fucking. Reunion. Yeah, sure. I don't know what I was going for. But anyway, we're not right. talking about the Metro. We're talking about the Pacific today. <laughs> we're going to have to save the Metro for last, and that's going to be like a No, I did that on purpose. I made like a mock schedule, and I put the Metro last, because I know we're going to talk about it for the next fucking five weeks anyway, but the Metro <laughs> is the last one. So that episode's going to be like 24 hours. So we'll do... We'll do um, a live stream. We'd be sitting at my desk at work still talking about hockey. would be like, hold on one <laughs> second. Service. <laughs> I was going to say, so at some point during the during this episode, we're probably going to need to go get new drinks. So we'll just have the other one rant for the whole time, just so there's no dead air. And then the other one will go make himself a quick drink and come back, and then we swap out. You know what I mean? I'm already having like this, this drink. <laughs> Let's see if, if you guys can call out when we do our drink swaps. There you go. That's it. Call it the time slot. You- I'll give you a dollar. Anyway, we got to talk about the big signing. I saw this the other day, and I couldn't believe it. Jack Johnson to Chicago. Wow. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Dazm Kadri went to count. (laughs) (laughs) $7 I also missed that one, so I was like, wait, really? (laughs) (laughs) I I was waiting for you to be like, wait, what? No, I'm like I'm like clicking around on Taz being like, wait, hold on, is he just fucking with me? I mean he really did sign with Chicago for like a entry level basically. Not an entry level, obviously. Oh my it's god, like, league you know, minimum. Uh, league minimum, yeah. So uh no, nobody really nice. well good for him. I, I as long as he's not in the Rangers, he's fine. Not for nothing, he's he's got at least one cup. I think Yeah, he now. 
All right. Anyway, let's stick to the flames. Kadri, we this Kadri sent me spinning off into a spiral last episode, <laughs> and turns out he did not sign with the Islanders, like people were saying. He signed yeah. with the Flames. Um, I just think it's a little expensive. Seven mil is a, is a lot, and maybe that's why it took so long. Yeah, I don't. If I had to guess, there was probably some sort of bidding war going on. Like, I I, I don't want to, like, make it seem like I'm talking shit about Nazem Kadri, and I probably did this, like, an episode or two ago. I, I, I like him, but I knew he was going to ask for big money, especially after winning a f***ing Stanley Cup, and he was a huge part of that Colorado team. But, I mean, that's a lot of money for a lot of years, and he's already 31. Like... Uh, I don't know, dude. It, it's it could work out. I hope he does good. I do, I, and I like Kadri, and especially after all the shit that happened in the postseason, whatever be being racist and all that. Like you can't not like it's hard to dislike him until next season, and he fucking cheap shot somebody, and we're like, I fucking hate him again. But after what happened in the playoffs, you kind of got like that. Till the first goal he scores on New York. Oh yeah, and then I'm like, I fucking hate this motherfucker. He's such a piece of trash, overpaid motherfucker. Fuck Calgary. You just hear G-Man freaking writing racist letters to his what? Oh my god, stop. <laughs> <laughs> now, now I'm canceled. Thanks a lot, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say you canceled. were, I just said you were doing it. <laughs> well, I mean, I sent them under a pseudonym, so nobody would have known. Thanks a lot. <laughs> J. Trump. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Tonald J. Dump. <laughs> I, like I said, I, you know, with the way that Calgary's, I don't know, dude, like, I, I don't like the moves they I'm, made. I'm really interested. I, no, I, I'll love to see what happens in the offseason for sure. Um, or actually in the regular season, because, you know, they have pieces. And I mean, the biggest piece for me is always going to be Jacob Markstrom. And I, I don't know if you remember this, but I kind of had a hard on for him back when he was with Vancouver. I used to always think he was a really talented goaltender. It just never like fit for him. And now he finally has it in Calgary. But I'm nervous just because, like, I don't know. I feel like goalies like that that have a hard time finding their spot can also have a quick fall off. And he's 32. You know, I just feel like very rapidly shit could go bad for him. He just had a career season. So it doesn't necessarily have to be this season, but it could happen. And, you know, they've always had pretty good defense at least the last couple of years and they obviously bolstered that with Mackenzie Weger. so I, I don't know I, the moves that they made I wasn't well, they, in love they lost, still they lost Johnny Hockey yeah because he and, just didn't want to be in Canada anymore and they and lost Kachuk so you just lost 200 point players yeah and did it's you really like, call that uh, void you know like you, you did I don't know like, Huberto, he had, I think, like, 112 points last season. So, obviously, that's a massive piece. And I'm not taking away from Huberto either. But if you're telling me that the moves that you made brought in Mackenzie Wieger, Jonathan Huberto, and Nazem Kadri, but you had to give up Johnny Gaudreau and Kachuk, like, that's still a loss, in my opinion. In terms of the movement made, you lost in the offseason. Yeah, so but they're still they're looking good in other departments. Like you were talking about their goaltending. Their yeah. backup, Daniel Vladar. I don't know. If I I've hope I'm saying that like I do I not have a good right. track record. But <laughs> I mean he had played twenty three games last year, 
he had a 906 save percentage, not great, but still solid for a backup. 2.75 goals against. He's also only 25. And again, we've already yeah. mentioned Calgary has pretty good defense. So, you know, Marshall. So that's only going to help him. Yeah, Marshall's going to be the guy. You know, he's got four more years under Calgary, so he's going to be the guy. You, uh, you know, you unless that hypothetical cliff that I talked about pops up out of nowhere and you have to go to Lador or whoever the hell else you go to. But I'm not I'm not saying they're going to be a bad team. I, I still think they'll be a contender. I don't know if I see them making the, the I think they need, to, they need to trade Luchik and get that cap space. I don't it, that contract is such fucking dead weight unless you're going to trade him to like Arizona for a couple it, picks. He, dude, he has a no move clause too. So he gets to pick um, where he goes. Well, let's see. I'm looking on the the cap friendly website. So it says modified, he could submit a list of 8 teams he could be traded to. So um I think it changed recently. Yeah, so in this season it's actually 10 teams he could be traded to. So he has to choose the 10 teams that he can be traded to. And then obviously of those 10 teams, they have to, you, you might have to give up a lot of shit to get rid of them, you know? And just for this season, all their guys are signed. They have, I'm not a hundred percent who Adam Rutzik is, Rutzika. I'm not familiar with him, but you know, looking at his point percentage, he doesn't look like he's, you know, he's probably a young guy that hasn't really made the system yet. So he's RFA. You could offer him league minimum. They have to, Mill in the cap, and then you're good to go. How, Everybody else how is crazy. Tied. Is it Noah Hannafin still only 25 years old? That is pretty. Was that so? That game that we went to in Carolina was that the puck we got the Noah Hannafin puck? Because I think that was his first yes. ever hockey goal. That was that was the first his the game he first scored, and I'm not sure if it was his first game or not. Um, I don't think it was his first yeah. game. I remember liking him before the game. And then when we went, I think he scored his first goal, and that's when we went to the um, the store and bought like the puck with his face on it, which I'm sure I still have. It's probably at my mom's house, but oh, I have it into my closet right now with a bunch of other hockey pucks. Right next to your boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's too it's easy. A, <laughs> a fucking bunch of hockey pucks. I just fucking stick my dick in at the end of the night. Good God. All right. Well. So yeah, anyway. I found a hockey puck the other day because some of them fell over. It was from the 2013 season opener after the lockout. Oh my god! You know what's funny? Like you said, lockout, and I heard pandemic. Like, isn't that so weird? Because like, you know, like with hockey being the, the whole fucking sport, sports world was a disaster during COVID. Which, by the way, it doesn't matter. It's on the air. I don't care. But my dad has COVID. He's fine, but he's got his vaccine and probably a booster if i'm guessing so he's doing just fine all right meanwhile that's me. old news you gotta worry about monkeypox now <laughs> yeah i gotta get that vaccine too right i was just saying we were dealing with the subject at work he was covid positive and um one of the girls i work with was like you're not gonna put a fucking mask on and i just shrugged and then later like i was getting ready to leave and she was like you know like it's really unsafe you go in there you don't have a mask on blah 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 and i was like eh. She's like, you're not fucking vaccinated. She lost it. And I'm like, dude, who fucking cares? Like, at this point, they don't even give you up a work if you have COVID. Like, just, it is what it is. If I get it, I get it. Like, my dad's got it. I could possibly get it. Like, who knows? I don't give a shit at this point. But nonetheless. I had it. it it's not worth the hype. No, I had it twice. And I remember telling Kerry, the first time I had it, I lost my taste. And Oh, like, I forgot you had it. I had it twice. 
two times. Yeah, because you were back when it was cool. You know, now nobody gives a shit. Yeah. The first time I had it, I lost my. Oh my god, I'll tell this story on the fucking air. I don't give a shit. When I told you my my partner from work, and I shared. Did I tell you this story? No. Oh my god, it's so funny. He don't like it, but it's it's okay. So all right, I'm sitting at my post, and uh, I just eat up my chicken and rice. This was back when all I ate was fucking chicken and rice. So I heat it up. I'm sitting at my post. I got to eat. And uh, the, the chicken tastes really like rubbery. You know, I thought maybe it had gone bad. And it just so happened that my partner was walking past me. So I was like, right, right, right. Come here. So he's like, yeah. And I just threw some chicken on the fork and I said, eat this. So he's like, okay. So he takes a bite. He's like, oh, this is pretty good. Like, what did you season it with? And I was like, oh, you think it tastes good, right? And he's like, yeah, no, that's, that's pretty good. I'm like, fuck. And he's like, fuck, what fuck? I was like, I have COVID. He's like, are you fucking serious? I'm like, yeah, no, I definitely do, because I can't taste anything. He's like, motherfucker, we just shared a fork. <laughs> like, you know, he's like, you just gave me your infested-ass fork with your COVID chicken on it. And I was like, yeah, no, I definitely have COVID, buddy. And he's like, you son of a bitch. Which, long story short, he didn't get it. But after my shift, I got off So fucking great. It's like, I wonder if it's this is bad or if something. I don't know. Here, try this. Yeah. And oh, he was not fuck. <laughs> He he was like, I mean, he, he wasn't didn't like, punch you. he wasn't like mad mad, you know. He was just like, you're an asshole. You what know what fuck? I mean? <laughs> and this was this was before like vaccines, you know. Like nobody was vaccinated or nothing like that. Oh so, man, you got version one Oh yeah, no, I got the OG. So oh yeah. no, I got the fucking transformer version. <laughs> well, I got I got that too. So I got the OG version, and I lost my taste for like two weeks. But after the third day, I felt fine. So. Like there was this uh, picnic table that Carrie bought that she wanted to put on our on our deck, and uh, the third or the fourth day, uh, I felt fine. So I went out and I fucking built the stupid table because she was bitching about it pre-COVID, and I felt okay to do it. And then the second time, I didn't even know I had it. She came home from work because since we're not vaccinated, we have to get tested every week. And she came home from work and she's like, "Babe, I got COVID. They sent me home." And I was like, are you serious? And she's like, yeah. So I call my supervisor and I was like, hey, like, uh, my fiance has COVID. He's like, well, you got to get tested. And I was like, okay. So I get tested. Boom. COVID again. I'm like, okay, I guess. Whatever. I just sat in my house drinking the whole time. Well, both of us did, really. And she doesn't drink. So it was a good time. I'm just hanging out, getting drunk. <laughs> watching, uh, I remember we watched Nightmare Before Christmas like three times. It's a movie she had never seen before, which I thought was crazy. What? Yeah, she, that's what I'm saying. She had never seen Nightmare Before Christmas. I was like, that's like sacrilege, you know? Like, that was a movie. I could sing most of those songs. I could fucking belt them out right now. I know all the words and the choruses. And all I'm that. sorry that she was abused as a child. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. And I'm not a big, like, I don't know a lot of Disney movies. Like, I'd never seen Sleeping Beauty or any of that bullshit. But The Nightmare Before Christmas, that's a fucking classic. She's a little older than You've never seen Sleeping Beauty? No, I've never seen Sleeping Beauty. If you list you off, you have a Disney lot, Plus. No, <laughs> no, no, I don't. If you list off a lot of Disney movies, you'd be surprised how many of them I haven't seen. It's crazy. But anyway, remember we were talking about hockey. <laughs> yeah, where did this come from? <laughs> I don't know. Somehow we got a COVID. I don't know, dude. Anyway, right. so, so Calgary's anyway. gonna be all right. I don't know. <laughs> Moving on. All right, here's my. Oh, opinion. Wait, 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 wait. Um, we didn't touch on one thing. We didn't talk about the uh, the uh, Sean Monahan trade. Cause, I, yeah, they they had to trade him to make room for like they just got worse. Like I Monahan's good. I like Monahan. I don't get 
I I don't know what they're doing. I think their GM is really good, but I think yeah. he's working himself out of a fucking hole after losing all of his scoring, except for Elias Lindholm. I mean, yeah, you lose two massive pieces. I, I guess that's a very good point, because you really, like, after coming off of such success in the postseason, it's going to be hard to, like, come back with a team that's it's a skeleton crew. You lost your two best players, easily, you know? But so, they have a good coach, and they're in a weak division. Yeah. And Monaghan, you know, I, I like Monaghan, or I did, and I wanted to look at his numbers. His numbers got really fucking weak. He went from 18-19, he had 82 points. That cut in half, basically. And then the last two seasons, he's had less than 30 points. And a significant minuses. Minus 16, minus 6, minus 15. Overall, his entire career in the NHL, he's a negative 46. And a lot of that's come at the end of his career and his first season. So, Wait, did they they only traded him for a 2025 first round pick? Yeah. Honestly, that's that's a pretty good fucking deal if you ask me. A first overall it, it pick was, for a guy who was negative 15 last year? Or not a first overall points. pick, first round pick. Well, yeah, no, no, I mean, same thing. And it's conditional. Do you know the conditions behind it or Okay, um I got this difficult. <laughs> yeah. Uh let's see. Conditions. If Calgary's 2024 first round pick is between 20 and 32, Montreal can take that pick instead. What the fuck? Um oh, scenario wait, 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 wait. I misunderstood the trade. I thought they got Montreal's first round pick. Did we did Calgary send Monahan and a first round pick for nothing? I gotta look at this differently because on cap friendly, it just looks like No, no, dude, that's exactly me. what happened. I'm looking at it right now. Future considerations. Calgary sent a first round pick and Sean Monahan for nothing. Oh, oh my god, they are Montreal is killing it this year. That is so rough. All right, so wait, hold on. So if 2024 first-round pick for Calgary is between 20 and 32, Montreal can pick that take that pick instead of the 2025. Oh, dude, th- I'm looking at this right now. This is so convoluted. You, we are not. Yeah. This. We'll be here all day. But well, Hold on, hold on. Now I'm determined. Scenario, oh, in event Calgary receives Florida's 2025 first-round pick, if both Calgary and Florida's pick are not top 10, Montreal will see, receive the better pick between Calgary's first-round pick in 2025 or Florida's 2025 first-round pick. Wow. Dude, they got fucking fleeced. That's right. Uh, I get, I if mean, Calgary's this- pick is top 10 and Florida's pick is not, okay, so that's that's lottery protected. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. And there's there's another half a page of scenarios, so Dude, I'm just gonna lot. leave it at that. Just read it yourself if you're if you're listening, you can absolutely read it. It's on cap friendly, but yeah, wow, that's capfriendly.com and Calgary was active and not. And it, I I already didn't like that trade, like because I looked at Sean Monahan's numbers and obviously they're not great, but like. I don't know that he's that bad. I guess if a Calgary, like somebody who watches Calgary, like a fan of that team, could probably chime in and be like, "No, no, no, he's that bad." But I, I didn't see. Yeah, but that. Cent- but the center position is one of the most valuable positions right now. 
a good center is really hard to get. Bro. And you have you have a guy who let's see, how many what's his average points per season? Oh shit. Yeah, um, no, I actually I mean he hasn't even played a full season in five years. Bro, Monahan only has one more year left on that contract. Oh, Oh my goodness gracious. Dude, they couldn't have traded him to fucking Arizona for something better. That's bad, man. And Arizona, sorry, uh Montreal is that was a nice fucking trade. If I I mean the Rangers are in win now mode, but if I'm the Devils and so they offer me that, woo, yeah, I'm on top of that. Woo, that's um easy. For a for one season, just one season of this guy. Damn. Can oh, I, I forgot the I forgot, uh, there was a little bit of news that I remembered. Oh, enlighten. Perron. It was Perron that got traded to Carolina, right? Uh, was he traded? I don't think, I thought he was a free agent when he signed. No, he was definitely traded. Um, I, because they got Brent Burns and was it Perron? Because I'm no, fucking blanking right here. So that no, who been... was? Stasny? Oh, you... No, what's his face from Vegas? Uh, oh, Pacioretty. Pacioretty, Jesus Christ. Uh, I get those three mixed up for no fucking reason. Don't ask me why. Around, My brain doesn't work well. Stasny? Probably, I have fucking <laughs> CTE, probably. Yeah. Uh, um, Nedeljkovic, right? He's, he's going to be out for a lot because he had to get ACL surgery or something like that. Oh. Or Achilles. Achilles surgery. All right, so if I'm not mistaken, he's on the Red Wings. I know that. I just can't remember if it was from trade or if it was a signing. I thought the Red Wings. Nadalkovich. No. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that the Red Wings signed him, not a trade. I don't think, I mean, not for nothing. If you're St. Louis, you probably wouldn't want to trade him because he's been very good for them. So I don't think, and I'm like, I'm literally trying to navigate cat friendly and I can't find anything on it. So I think he was signed. Yeah, because, I mean, the Ville Husso trade, if you were going to do that, you would have just made it one big trade. Yeah. So, so I think that that's right. I think that they signed him in the offseason. And he probably got fucking banked, because Perron is kind of underrated. He's not, like, the best in the league, but he's absolutely underrated, I think. Husso? And, and if you're trying to make $100, you better hope so. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, man, dude. I th- I went I back and I was listening to the episode. I flip-flopped on Cam Talbot like 42 times. I'm like, he sucks dick. Oh, no, he's pretty good, man. <laughs> it was okay, I, I pretty just said, rough. David Perron signed with Detroit two years, 4.75. Yeah. Um, anyway, let's stay in the Pacific. Let's try to stay on I top. Know, of we're the worst, here. dude. The, the the title of this should be Pacific? Question <laughs> mark. Yeah, the Pacific Division. Uh, no, we just talk about the whole league for fucking forty two minutes. So anyway, all right, let's finish it with this, okay? Calgary. What do you put them on, like a scale? Like, do you think they're going to be, you know, going for the first overall? Do you think they're going to win the cup? Like, where do you? Put I think them? they're going to be a bubble playoff team. I'll I'll even go further. I think that they'll make the playoffs. Like I don't think they'll be a wild card, but I don't think they'll do much. Maybe win a round, depending on who they're playing. Um, because they're still uh, good. I think, it, still I think if they make the playoffs, they lose in the first round. 
I could I, I could agree with that. Yeah, I maybe they, they either just miss the playoffs or make it and lose in the first round. It, it really does depend on who they're up against because, I mean, they played all right last season or last postseason rather, but I, you, you lost your two biggest pieces. You know, like I, I actually, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna rescind what I said. I think you're right. I think they'll be a bubble team just because I what I just said. They lost their two best players easily, you know, and their third best player is Markstrom. Which, as a guy who's had a team with a phenomenal goalie before, it doesn't win Year Cup. So, it is what it is on that. Um. All right. So, who do you want to go to the other side of Alberta, or do you want to go to Anaheim? That's exactly where I was looking. I was looking at Edmonton. All right. So let's talk about our Oilers. The biggest off-season loss of this year was Ben. Oh my god, dude! That fucking bummed me out. Like, yeah, dude, that was a poor joke, but damn, that made me sad. I, I was dude, so bummed out. Like, I remember seeing dude, that Dude, I almost Twitter. fucking cried. I, I almost cried at that shit. I saw the post on Twitter, and I literally out loud went, aw. Like, I was so, it was such a cute story. And it, ironically, because I, I don't like Edmonton, I wanted to root for them more because of this fucking kid. You know what I mean? Like, it was such a Cinderella story just because. And, well, it was uh, like that girl for the St. Louis Blues that had when the year they won the cup. Oh, I don't remember that story. Oh yeah, there's that Make a Wish girl. I, I'm sorry. I know that people are probably gonna get pissed if they ever hear this, but she had cancer or something. She then she, uh, she was a big St. Louis Blues fan. They, there was tons of videos like players going to the house after they won the cup. Get the fuck out of here! I did not remember yeah. that at all. That's crazy. Oh, it was, it was heart, it was like touched you in the cockles of your heart. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know, something about that Ben kid and him having that stuffed animal all the time. And oh, I was just like, I almost fucking cried when I heard about that. I was like, I feel bad for that family. Maybe it's because I'm a yeah. pussy and I have kids now. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I, I don't have kids and I'm the same fucking way. So I don't think that's a good excuse. I definitely think that, uh, you know, it, it's. It's again, you don't have to be a fucking Edmonton fan, even if you're just a hockey fan. That's like such a good story to like watch and, you know, see the relationship that him and Connor McDavid had. Cause like, you know, Connor's a kid, he's 25. So, like, I don't know, it fucking felt genuine. McJesus over there. Yeah. It really Dude. did feel genuine, like the, the, the relationship they had. I, like, I, I, I don't follow Edmonton that much, but it felt like they probably had each other's cell phone number. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. All right, so let me uh, touch on McDavid real quick. Oh. And I mean that in the dirtiest way I mean it. <laughs> so, <clears throat> I'm not sure if it... I'm not sure if it was you or Steven, but somebody was like, oh, I freaking hate McDavid. Fuck him, da-da-da. He's That's not as good as people. Oh, oh, no, 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 never dude, mind. I don't... I don't... <laughs> I wouldn't say yeah, he's like, not, not as good as you think. He's overhyped, and I was like... That's not fucking true. It was like the classic, like Tom Brady, like ah. Sidney Crosby. Like, there's a great player, but you hate him because he's not on your team. Oh yeah, no, I get that for sure. Because I don't, I want to see. I'm like the Joker when it comes to Connor McDavid. Because I can realize that, you know, he's probably the greatest player in hockey at the very least in the league right now. You know, I'm not gonna take any way anything away from Wayne, but like this kid's fucking 25. He's got at least 10 more years of hockey in him. 
He could easily be the best player in hockey. Just watch the postseason. Watch last year's postseason and tell me he's not. Watch the, the last most- year's regular season when he split yeah. those two Rangers defensemen. The and then up. he did it. <laughs> no, hold on. Because I'm not just. That was the first time he did it that year. And then, like, two games later, he did it to another team. And it was no, just did, like, yeah. whole. I saw that and I was like, God damn. Like, this is probably the best hockey player that has ever lived. And that's one. That's the same thing. Cause, like, I. So again, Sidney Crosby, I, I, I particularly hate Sidney Crosby because he's obviously on Pittsburgh. So it's easy to hate Sidney Crosby. And Connor McDavid. I used to be really against Sidney Crosby until I stopped hating on people so much because they were good. Um, obviously, if they're playing the Devils, go fuck off. But if, <laughs> dude, if he goes off for a hat trick, it's like, dude, that's fucking wild because. He's even getting up there in age now. Sid's old. Yeah. I mean, Sid's and he not has team. not lost a step. He, no, I mean, honestly, I think it was, it wasn't last season. It maybe was two seasons ago. I think it was the most I've ever respected him. Again, I still hate Sidney Crosby. I, I can't not hate Sidney Crosby as a Rangers fan, but it was two seasons ago where he had those like three. Uh, goals where he just knocked it out of the air and it was like ridiculous. So now he's 35 right now and he literally just turned 35. His birthday was a week and a half ago. So Sid, if you're listening, happy birthday. Also go fuck yourself. But <laughs> dude, dude, he's probably got another six years of good hockey, like great hockey in him. And then another 12 of mediocre hockey, which is better than half the people in the league. He's got pieces around him i mean they got malkin back they got latang back i mean i really never i haven't liked pittsburgh's goaltending since wait hold on, hold on hold on i hate to interrupt you but let's stay on the let's stay on the right, oilers right. I'm sorry. i know the fucking oilers God. usually it's me going off on these tangents and it's really know, refreshing I'm that i'm pulling thing. you back to it <laughs> yeah, I'm already almost done with my drink so you might have to rant for a minute but all right well i <laughs> I'm going to put the dog on the mic for a minute because we're both going to need to refill. <laughs> so, all right, listen. If you can't hear her snoring behind me on the bed. Oh, my God. Puddin's fucking napping at 1030? Damn. All right. She don't give a fuck. Not. All right, but so you got... Uh, I think it's the same thing. If, in, if injuries don't plague the Oilers, they're a cop contender. They are... I don't second, I, third round of the playoffs because they have they have McDavid, they have Drysital, they have Pulley they have Evander Kane signed. As long as that whole mess doesn't send him back to San Jose, because that still hasn't been decided, as far as I know. I know, no, it hasn't, and it's, it, I've been trying to keep up with it, but it's like. There's no real information. There's just a lot of bullshit flying around, so nobody really knows what's going on. But I mean, I, I, I he's probably but realistically he could end up back on the San Jose Sharks, and the I, Sharks I, don't want him. So there I, would I, have I, to be a trade made out in between the Oilers and the Sharks in case that I, happens. I really do think that Batman will probably step in and solve that. Honestly. Um, I don't really, I, I, I see why it's a problem, but I don't think it'll remain a problem. So I think that I hope, I hope he stays there in. because he has really seemed to take the right steps as a good per, like to turn his life in the right direction. I really like Evander Kane, but 
his off the ice issues, he has been oh, yeah. a big shithead. I also think May- I- maybe not all of it's even true, but you just—it's just constantly every time Evander King comes up in the news, everybody acts like he's a big piece of shit. I, I great him. hockey player, shitty yes. person. I still. I hope that's. I, I hope that changes. I think he ruined fucking Jack Eichel. I stand by that. I solidly think it's true. I think that you know I, those two are really good friends, right? No, I, I, and Eichel is still kind of a shitty person. So I, you know, he is, dude. He was stab- no Eichel was was Eichel wanted to get a certain procedure done, and the team was telling him oh, no. no. no, no. I agree with this. I, I'm I'm with you on what you're saying. I absolutely am. That being said, I he even I said he would it. rescind. His, he would he would take back his request to be traded if they just let him get the surgery. In the Bills or not the Bills, the fucking Sabers were still <laughs> like, no, go fuck yourself. Is this a NFL podcast? Because I can talk about the Rams if you want. <laughs> no, all right. So here's the thing, Jack Eichel. Super Bowl this year. They did win a Super Bowl. Um, no, Burrow's I mean, winning a Super Bowl this year. Anyway, uh, NHL. But yeah, Evander Kane did not affect listen, Jack Eichel. Pre Evander Kane, they used to. What did they call? There was a name for it. So Jack Eichel, back with Dan Bilesmo as the fucking coach of the Sabers. There's been fifty coaches. I understand uh, that. He got he got him fired because he was like, "Oh, I don't like that guy. Get rid of him." And this was like maybe a year or two after Eichel was. Drafted, and they're like, okay, we'll, we'll fucking fire him. Uh, so, so Jack Eichel is just a fucking GM of the Sabres, right? So this is pre-Evander Kane. What has happened since Evander Kane has come in? Uh, nothing good. Nothing. And I'm not talking about the surgery thing, because even if it's a shitty thing, I still agree with your point. I think that if you want a fucking surgery, get it. If I wanted surgery and my boss was like, no, that's going to put you out for a year and a half, I would tell him, suck me twice and move on. So I understand that point, but I still think that Jack Eichel is, he's 25, so he's still a kid, but he needs to fucking learn. He needs to get his shit together, and especially if he wants to be an actual threat on the Knights, because the Knights are doing anything they possibly fucking can to make this team relevant as they slowly fall down the totem pole. If he wants to make that happen, because I think at one point he was absolutely a generational talent, and he could be that person still he needs to fucking grow up a little bit and stop fucking around if you want a surgery get it i'm not mad about that i'm saying all the other little bullshit that comes with it he needs to all right, cut hold on. all right Let, let's let's bring this around town <laughs> okay Brack, all right, where so do you wait. think where do you think the oilers end up on, at the end of this year and what do you think they need the biggest improvement they need to make. The Oilers' problem has been goaltending, at least for the last two years. I mean, Mike Smith is not the fucking guy. But here's the thing, and we talked about this last episode. They well, Mike Smith Jack, ain't their goalie anymore. He's still on the team. But they signed he's on Jack injured reserve. Campbell, but he's still on the team. He's at the very least. Uh, dude, that's going to be like a Marion Hosa, I'm allergic to my equipment. Bye. No, no, no. There's no fucking way, because Mike Smith's too much of a douche to just Hang him up. If he retires, fine. And then Jack Campbell. Even so, yeah, he's he's only mean, got a two point two mil cap hit. They just signed Jack Campbell for five million. He's the Jack, fucking starter. Jack Campbell's not the answer. <laughs> Jack Campbell. I didn't is say he was, but I'm just saying it's not Mike Smith either. 
I'm just saying that you have two starting. But he's ten years younger. <laughs> two starting goaltenders, and I don't like either of them. And even like Mike Smith in the postseason was a fucking train wreck. And anybody that says otherwise is a liar, or they didn't watch the fucking games. So many of the goals that he let in were fucking disasters. And Jack Campbell had a very similar problem in Toronto. They didn't even make it out of the first fucking round. And I thought that... I don't think that was a Jack Campbell issue. I don't think it was. I think that's a Toronto issue. It is. But I'm just saying... Like, dude, Tavares did fucking dog shit in the playoffs. You know, we, we talked about this. You could have gone out and... Listen, Edmonton still has... First, second, third, fifth overall. Uh, sorry, overall. Uh, first, second, third, fifth round pick in twenty. Yeah, they just don't have a fourth. They could have gone out and got Alexander Georgiev. They could have even overpaid because Georgiev got what a third, a second, a third, and a fifth. They couldn't have so overpaid, they dude. They're negative. They're negative six million on cap no, space no, 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 no. right I'm now. I'm saying not not in terms of cap. I'm talking about for picks. So Georgiev, oh, yeah. I think. Brought in a second, a third, and a fifth, if I'm not mistaken. So where did he go again? I have to look it up. I'm st- I'm I'm scrolling right now to remember. Uh, Colorado. A third. Oh yeah, that's right. That's gonna be a good fit. I do. I I hope he does good over there. He will. Um. He they got a third, a fifth, and a third. Obviously, two years. So they could have absolutely paid that. And even if even if you know Colorado's bidding, overbid because that gives you. A good goaltender. And that's the thing that they need. You know, I've never been in love with their defense. And wait a minute. Did Duncan Keith retire? Retired. Yeah. He, he did? Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Honestly, that kind of makes me like their defense a little better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, uh. He's getting a little old. <laughs> I thought he was good for the locker room. I think he was good for yeah, Nurse and McDavid good. to see kind of how to treat yourself. I mean, he's got. Hopefully, nobody got. Never mind. I'm not even gonna finish. Yeah, not nah, don't. Um, don't nah. <laughs> I'm gonna catch myself now. Yeah, good idea. But um, sorry, go ahead, go, go. Where do you? So Oilers, you think their goaltending is where they need to make improvement? It's always been the issue. I mean. You know, how do you I, think they? How do you think they get out of this six million dollar fucking hole? Okay, um, you really, I they see that's the thing because I was going to talk about they traded away Zach Cassian and they gave up a lot in that trade, right? So that oh. was a, obviously a salary move, and I, I actually, do you think Nugent Hopkins Cassian. gets traded? I don't think they could afford to lose. No, him. he has a no move clause. Fuck. Is it no movement or is it? Hang on, I'm They're just. Now. Oh, it's straight no movement. Yikes, dude! Ken Holland loves giving players no move clause. <laughs> <laughs> so, so all right. So Zach Cassian to Arizona, of course. Arizona gets a first, a third, and a second, and Edmonton just gets a first back. Okay, so Cal. So they're looking at five. moving Cody CC. Maybe it has half your cap space. That's not even. Uh, right. they. You gotta move something bigger. You really do. And they well, if you move him and Pulley RV, honestly, there's your caps. I'll tell you what. If I was Ken Holland, I wouldn't have even signed Evander Kane. I would have let him go by the wayside because you're so over fucking cap. And then you have to lose another piece. They signed Evander Kane this season for five and a quarter. 
or sorry, five point one two five. That's a lot of so fucking they're, money. They're, That's Ryan Nugent Hopkins money. <laughs> yeah, so it's going to be really interesting to see because they need to get out of this hole before opening night. Bro, I mean, Darnell Nurse That's, has a no move. Like two months away. If you have... I mean, unless you could throw... Even look at their IR. Dude, that's not including Oscar Clefbaum and Mike Smith. So they have to move a big piece. Like a Leon no, Dreisaitl piece, which you can't an IR. Because no, I know, those, those two cap reserve. hits don't... Yeah, until they come off... that Until they come... They have $6 million in injured reserve. That's what so I'm saying. Oscar Clef, if Oscar Clefbaum comes off... They have to move another four million or trade him. Damn, they're also. I I just saw this at the bottom. They're losing three and a half just from their buyouts. God, it feels like a Rangers team. Damn. Andre Sakura <sighs> loved him. He was a good guy. <laughs> I don't know what you do. I mean, again, no movement clauses for a lot of these high value guys. And all right, so let's move on. We're spending a lot of time on the Oilers. I hate to cut them short, but. Um, All right, wait, wait. We'll, let's we'll go finish, to Anaheim. We'll finish with what do we think they'll do in the postseason. All right. Uh, I think, let me take a look at this real quick. If I was them, I'd move Poyarvi. And that's uh, a hard one. You have to package them with something because you need to get rid of six mil. You need you need like a three team deal to realistically get Ooh, this done. Very good idea. I like that. And there's very few teams in the league with a lot of cap space. I mean, the Sabers, the Ducks, the Islanders, the Stars. The Stars they have still had surprising. Yeah, they have ten mil. Uh, Arizona has twenty mil. Uh, even Sabres, even Minnesota, Ducks. Minnesota has four mil cap space, so you might be able to get something done there. Winnipeg has six mil, but then it drops off pretty harsh. I mean, then like Rangers have a mil cap space, Blues have a mil, and anything under that is either negative cap space or like the Devils have seventy three thousand, which isn't even it's less than league minimum. Yeah. I'll tell you what. So I think that I, I'll never underestimate Connor McDavid. I think he could take them to a cup. I really do. That being said, we saw this last season. We saw what happened with Mike Smith and Campbell. I mean, Campbell had very good days and very bad days in Toronto. So if he can have good days, fantastic. You might make it to the second round or even the third round. You might make it to the finals. But all it takes is for him to have two or three bad days. And then you can just fucking lose, you know? Especially if you are going against a team with competent goaltending. The Kings have competent goaltending. The Flames have competent goaltending. Anaheim even has competent goaltending. So, just off the... The, the funny thing is, though, it's like, they need to make cap room, and they can't even go to... One of the teams is automatically off the table because that's your division rival. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so what are you going to do? Trade fucking Puyallupi to Anaheim and then he scores a hat trick on you? <laughs> yeah. And I mean, listen, you could actually, in certain situations, because obviously, like if you're Anaheim, you know that 
Edmonton has to dump cap. So if, if they're like, oh, we, we want to give you pull your view, I'm like, all right, I want a first round pick. And if they say no, then all right, find somebody else. And if they don't, or like, let's say they're like, fine, I'll give you a first round pick. Take Pooley Yarvey off my hands. Okay, Pooley Yarvey's not bad. <laughs> you know, this is a win-win situation. I get your first round pick and I get a, a pretty decent winger who's young and has a lot of upside. You know, his cap's not going to destroy my team. I got plenty. All right, so. Moving on to Anaheim. Yeah, let's move on to Anaheim. Oh, wait, did you give your prediction? What do you think Anaheim might do? And oh, I mean, Edmonton? Uh, Edmonton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's me now. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say second round of the playoffs, and then they're out. I agree. So, Anaheim. Um, all right. I know that you want to talk about the John Klingberg signing. So, I am going to go make a drink, and you can talk about John Klingberg all you want. And I'll be right back. All right. So, dude, Anaheim is weaponizing their cap space really well. So they signed Klingberg to a $7 million deal. I've said this before, that is a smart deal because they need to get to the cap floor. They don't need to get rid of cap. They need to get to the minimum before opening night. So they keep Klingberg, who was... he, His agent kind of screwed him over. But he fired him, got, a new, got new agents... Signed the best deal possible, one year, $7 million, with a team that is either going to make the playoffs and or be out of the playoffs by the trade deadline, and then they could retain salary and then trade him to a contender. So he's... You're going to see Klingberg... Hey, my cat's right here. Um... Klingberg is going to be in the Stanley Cup playoffs this year. That is my prediction. But Anaheim is a very interesting team. Hold on one second. I pick up my kitty. Right. So you have tons of draft picks. You have you still have Cam Fowler. You have Shattenkirk making three point nine mil. Uh, their defense looks really good. You got Adam Henrique on a team-friendly deal, and he's... I fucking love Adam Henrique. <laughs> I, dude, I can't stand that the Devils traded Adam Henrique. But the only thing I do like about him right now is, like, yeah, he's not playing as good as he did, but he's a playoff player, so you need to get him into the playoffs. But he is a solid piece. Uh, you got Trevor Zegris, which is a fucking phenom, which get ready after this year he's a restricted free agent. He'll be making like 10, 10 mil plus. Ooh, I don't know about all that. Oh, you go suck my dick because he definitely is. He is amazing. Um, he's Cam- a lot of fun to watch, but if he can turn that into point production, I agree with you. And, I mean, you got Ryan Strom making 5 million. He's a solid... He's a solid guy. He plays wing and center. Like, the Ducks have a lot of versatility. And, I mean, the only thing I am not certain about is where they go. If this season goes bad, mm-hmm. selling off the pieces is going to be interesting for them. Because, let me see who we got here. We got... Oh, they have. They're still paying Corey Perry two million dollars. Jesus Christ. Yep. Um, and they're paying Simone Dupree zero dollars. 
Oh, Silverberg is on is injured. I didn't know that. Yep. Uh, I hope he comes back. I really like him. He is a solid player. I'm but surprised he's thirty one. And dude, you still have four years of John Gibson. And if he wants to be traded, if your team's going to start rebuilding, which that's what it was, it's he wasn't saying he wanted to be traded this season. He's just like, hey, I don't want to be going into the final year of this contract still in a rebuild. Like, yeah. let's get our shit together. I agree. But I mean, and Anaheim defensemen are just like a premium. I definitely think they need to do better. Like. It, you know, so obviously they. Well, you know, saying when you were gone getting a, getting a drink, they have a plethora of, of freaking draft picks too. You know they do, but again, you know, similar to what you were just saying about Gibson, like Gibson wants to win now, and I get that because like he's fucking talented. You know, you can tell that the talent's there, and you know they're finally starting to get some stuff out of their young guys. You know, they they've been dealing with the farm, and you know. Uh, Comtois, I don't know how to fucking pronounce his name. It's French. First name's Maxime. But, uh, Troy Terry looks good. Obviously, Trevor Zegris, who you mentioned. Their whole team is really fucking young. Their oldest guy is Henrique, I think. Besides Shattenkirk, but... Uh, yeah, Shattenkirk is, but... that Dude, he's been so good on the docks. Like, he's... He's been a solid player. He's not that bullshit fucking overpaid free agent that he was in New York. Shut up. Anyway, <laughs> I mean, he, he's been good. And, you know, as the team gets better, so will he. So I, I really don't love the defense in Anaheim. Like, I like, you know, um, John Klingberg. That signing, it's a lot of money, but who gives a fuck? You know, he's talented. He deserves it. I'm not a huge Kevin Shattenkirk fan, which that might be my bias as a Rangers fan. And I do like Cam Fowler, but I don't really know any of these other guys very well. They lost, what's his name? Hampus Limholm to the Bruins, obviously. Like, I, I... Maybe these young guys on their team will step up and do well on that defense, but you, your defense is okay. Your offense is getting better. Like, honestly, if Anaheim had any balls, they would have went out and made a big move. Get, like, the Alex Dabrinkit, or, fuck, I mean... You know, there's still. Dude, you know how good Debrinket would have been on the Ducks. Bro, even go out and get a Phil Kessel or something. You know, like something cheap you can get in free agency. Why not? You have the cap. You know. Dude, I, dude, Anaheim signs PK Subban and Alex or uh, in Phil Kessel. Why not? Sorry, you, you got a burp right there. They got twenty million salary cap. You know, even if they overpay him, do it for a year, maybe two, and then. If it doesn't work out, fuck it all, you know? And there's other guys that are still pretty valuable free agents out there, you know? Like, <clears throat> especially if you're looking for defense. I I'm not a huge Anton Strawman fan, but listen, he's a veteran guy. He's a good presence on the team, you know? You got Danny DeKaiser, uh, Calvin DeHaan, uh, Victor Risk. Eh, maybe not. Yeah, it gets kind of, it, it, the drop-off is kind of steep there. The, the, the drop-off is actually pretty significant. But nonetheless... <laughs> I, I was looking at that before. That's why I was so surprised. It's like, oh, Keith Yandel! <laughs> I mean, it definitely does drop off. I, I like Tyler Mott, you know? And Perot, I guess. I don't know. So, no, but Yandel. dude, so many teams are over the cap and Anaheim's sitting in a space to weaponize that. Like, they can get good quick. 
bro, just throw out money in free agency. You might as well. You got to make the floor. So they don't even have to do free agency. They could just trade. Like, dude, look, they have fucking three second round picks next year. All right. So, I mean, hypothetically, if somebody, sh- all right, we were just talking about Edmonton. It's in the same division, but I mean, if you can make something happen there, they have pieces. You know. Yeah. Uh, There's obviously guys selling. Give? There's a lot of teams over the salary cap right now, so you could easily. What do you think? What what position do you think the Ducks have to improve the most? Defense. Their offense is obviously coming too. They picked up Frankie Vitrano, who I love, but the offense is. Yeah, I would say they need they need uh they need a first line center is what I say. First line center, um, yeah. Probably, but it, that's a that's a pretty tough role to fill unless you're going to go out and pay. So if you're gonna, willing to give up your first and maybe a pair of seconds, yeah. But I mean, how many first round centers are out there available right now? You know, first line. I'm sorry, first line. Like, I I can't think of any off the top of my head. So I agree with what. Yeah, you're I saying. don't know what they. I don't know how, what the Ducks have in their system either. Nothing off. You're much more of the AHL guy than I am. I don't know dick about the AHL or the draft or any of that stuff. I just know the guys when they're coming up in the league. So, I mean, if you it listen, if somebody comes to you and offers you a Evgeny Malkin or whatever, like yeah, that's a first line guy, and that's that, I agree. I that mean, that's a very big. Piece Phil Kessel's a first line guy. Like he may not be the guy you need, but He's you can move him for a guy you need. Yeah, I know that's that's the only thing, but. You could move him for maybe a first-line center in a package deal. Well, that's another thing, too. So when you talked about the Klingberg signing originally, you were like, oh, this is great for Anaheim because at the trade deadline, they could half his salary and send him away for draft picks. But yeah, I'm not sure if you heard team. it, but I said he, you're going to see Jonathan Klingberg in the playoffs this year oh, with or know. without Anaheim. Oh, oh, well, maybe. <laughs> I take it back. <laughs> I think that, uh, you know, there's probably a lot of teams that will be buying for defensemen at the trade deadline. So you're, so you're very possibly right. I just, I don't know, man. I, I could see Anaheim being a bubble team. You know, I like John Gibson a lot and I'm such a sucker for American goaltenders. So that's going to happen. Even if he is from Pittsburgh, like I, I think that he could at least he's good enough of a goaltender that even though the team is not a playoff team, he could absolutely bring them there. So I'll say they go in the bubble. They lose in the first round. All right, where do you want to go next? Other California team or Seattle? Jesus Christ, my dog just absolutely lost his fucking mind. Uh, <laughs> um, I was thinking uh, we could do Seattle. Is that what you said, Seattle? Yeah, I said Seattle or L.A. Oh, uh, I changed my mind. I want to do L.A. <laughs> All right, well, let me pull up their stuff really fast. Do-do-do-do. Los Angeles Kings, they have... About a million and a half cap space. They're old as fuck. And I'm going to let you get started on this one. Well, everybody knows that I have kind of a boner for uh, Jonathan Quick. American goaltenders. I'm a huge sucker. Um, Dude, you it's more than a boner. You're going to get monkey pox from him. Yikes. But at least I'm vaccinated. Um, <laughs> anyway. Um, I don't really know that, like, the Kings didn't really do anything significant 
to change their position in the offseason. You know, like, as far as I know, they didn't sign anybody and they definitely didn't trade for anybody. So, like, they got Kevin Fiala, who is good, but I don't know how he fits in that system. Like, I don't know that he make or breaks the Kings. And the Kings are... They're good, but they're getting old, like you said. So, it's getting a little awkward, you know? Jonathan Quick is 36. Wow. And Jonathan Quick, as a goalie, as somebody who is goalie and understands his style, I, I when I play goaltender, I emanate, or I try to play the style that Jonathan Quick plays. It takes a toll on you. You get real old playing like Jonathan Quick, and he's already got fucking six years on me. Um, They have Cal Peterson in the back, so that's good because he's talented as fuck. And in terms of salary, they don't have a lot left. But I don't know, dude. I mean... Just looking at their lineup right now, I see a lot of names that I really like. I've always liked Victor Arvidsson. Obviously, Kopitar, who's making 10 mil. Ayafalo's really talented. Trevor Moore's really talented. I didn't even know they re-signed Brendan Lemieux. Quentin Byfield is a name you should fucking keep on your ear because he's really, really good. I, I don't know. I mean... I don't think they're good enough for a cup, but I do think they're good enough to at least contend. And the guys who are on that team are just so... They're such assholes. You know what I mean? Like, they just... They're always fighting. They fight really fucking hard. It's like that old-school Daryl Sutter, like, stamina. Just fucking skate it out and fucking fight. I, I don't know, dude. I I think that... Watching them versus Edmonton, they absolutely could have won that series, which is scary because I'm not in love with their lineup. I'm in love with Jonathan Quick. That's about it. Like, the fact that they made it as far as they did versus a very scary Edmonton team is very telling to me. Well, I'll tell you what. I think that, like you were saying a minute ago, Quinton Byfield is going to be a huge part of the future of this team. Ooh, it's yeah. just, can they get him, Kopitar, and Quick working at the same level? Because, if, dude, you get Kopitar's peak production with Quick on a hot streak, that can win you a cup easy. I agree. Yeah, absolutely. It already did. <laughs> no, I mean, the pieces that they have are so good. I've always loved Kopitar. I've, and, and, as a guy who fucking lost to this team in the Stanley Cup, I've always loved Kopitar. I've All lost, of us I've did. Loved, <laughs> I know. Drew Doughty, like, dude, you can't even lie. And you're like, when you're playing Shell and you're creating your team, don't tell me you don't draft Kopitar or Doughty or Quick or one of these motherfuckers because they're just so good. And not even I've, just in the I've, video I've game. I've taken Kopitar life. a couple times. I love yeah. like Kopitar. Like, I, I, I used to draft Dowdy before that $11 million contract, but... Hey, I, sometimes I would have to take one of them just to get to the cap floor. <laughs> I remember Jonathan Quick, I, like, we're talking a couple of years ago when he first got this contract, $5.8 million. That was the easiest goaltender to draft because he remember, had a couple of years dude, left. Remember people were saying that was overpaid for him? Yeah, ridiculous. Five and a half Yeah, million, what a dick I am. <laughs> <laughs> The team is really good, and it's so crazy that they can consistently compete. And 
I do like a lot of the pieces on there. Again, Quentin Byfield is fucking fun to watch. So fun to watch. Like, he's not Connor McDavid level, but he's getting there. Like, he really is just a fun... I love watching fun players. You know I've talked about Kirill Kaprizov a lot. I love watching that motherfucker, especially him with Zook, who I missed to fucking dear God. I like watching guys who make the game fun. And Quentin Byfield is one of those guys. You could say, you know, uh, Kopitar's 34. Sucks that he got hurt last year, like, for so long. Like, it really delayed his... When you're 20 years old, you fucking just... That shit fixes itself, you know? You're like a robot. You just... You're fine. So, hypothetically, two years down the road, right? Kopitar's 36, Byfield's 22. I could easily see the two of them switching those roles. Having a 36-year-old Kopitar as your second-line center... Bro, that is cake. Those are two solid lines. And as much as they're really going to miss Dustin Brown, who I also hate love, I I really do think that the the core of this team is so fucking solid. You know, it reminds me of Chicago before everything went tits up, you know? You had Seabrook. Yeah, they're, they're kind of in that space that Chicago was a couple years ago. Like, it's like, ah, oh, it's like if we don't reload hard, we're just going to be... It's going to be like washed up player. Like, uh, they're not saying they are washed up in Chicago, but it's, it's like op- underperforming. It's the opposite because, you know, obviously Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taze are guys that have continued their production basically their entire careers. Maybe not Taze. I know he took a year off during COVID, but, you know, Seabrook and Keith were guys that were fucking 30 or 40 minutes every game. That's not sustainable, right? So you lost those two big pieces because fucking, oh, shit. Who was the coach of the uh, Blackhawks when they won all those cups? The rapist. Omen? No. No, no, no. Uh, He was in Florida. And he wasn't the rapist. That was the fucking trainer. I know, but he was involved. What was his fucking name? He knew about it. Winville. So he. Yeah, wait till he comes back to the league. I know he's coming. He just he's coming back. He's Deshaun Watson 2.0. He's he's coming. Don't get me started on that bullshit. I know. So so all right. So Duncan Keith and Brent Seabrook, best one of the best defensive pairs I've ever seen in my entire life, and won them a lot of those cups. So now those guys can't fucking play anymore because they burnt themselves out busting their dick for fucking Quinville and the Chicago Blackhawks. Now, I still do think that Downey is on the the downhill. Like he's still talented, he's still a good player, but he's definitely getting he's not getting better, you know. Quick had a phenomenal performance in the postseason last season, so you can't really argue that. And Kopitar played pretty well too. And even if he's just a locker room presence, that's not bad either. So this is the Blackhawks minus Quinville. This is the Daryl Sutter version where he just tells these guys how important stamina is, how important it is to fucking basically make your bodies machines. So I I think you can get a couple more years out of this. And because the farm is so good, they might be able to find that perfect level where they keep Kopitar and quick. And like you said, you know where those guys are still clicking. And then you have the young guys picking up the slack where they could at the very least make the cup. I don't know if they win it, but I I could see this team at least getting to the cup. Okay. 
Um, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of on the same page with them. I don't have much to say. I mean, they don't have room to make a lot of additions. They don't really have much to trade. But if they get on, if they get hot at the right time of the year, they're gonna do what they did last year. Listen, they could even get in on a bubble and win a cup. Like I, we, we should, we've they lifted. It. We know. Yeah. <laughs> so we thanks know for the PTSD, by the way. I'm gonna cry. Listen, we've been drinking. Like I, we need it for sure. Talking about the Kings is a, is a sore spot for well, it was Rangers kind of and Devils fans alike. It's the one place that we could talk. <laughs> It was funny because we were talking before we got on. You're talking about comparing teams from different years or seeing what like people lost or gained, and I was looking on this one site and I was like, "All right, like, let me just, I'll just pick the Devils to see if this is what it is." And the one year I specifically avoided was 2012. <laughs> one of my one of my least favorite things is when. Like, I, I always watch hockey highlights, like, especially when there's nothing going on at work. That's what I do. And uh, it's always like most electrifying moments of the Stanley Cup for the last 10 years. I'm like, I don't want to see 2020, uh, 2012. <laughs> I don't want to see it. I know exactly the moment I'm going to see, and I don't want to fucking see it. It's really fucking depressing. I see Adam Henrique. Oh, f- wait, was that 12 or 13? I don't even, I, I, there's, there's a lot of. 12, there's thir- a lot, fuck. No, there's you're, a lot you're of thinking moments. of. You 2013-2014 is the year the Rangers win, I think. Uh, 2012 was the Devils. Maybe. I don't know. They all suck. I haven't won a cup in fucking forever. I have a Stanley. 94 Nevermore. Suck me. <laughs> what was right. the next team? <laughs> all right. San Jose. San Jose. Oh, there's nothing can save San Jose, let's be honest. Uh, They're starting the rebuild, and they should. Well... What else are you gonna do? <laughs> I mean, they, you just really have to sell the fucking farm if you can. I mean, there's so many contracts they just can't get rid of. I mean, the biggest one obviously being Carlson. They just like, got rid of Brent Burns, though. That was a big shock to the system. Which sucks because, like, Brent Burns, uh, he's one of those guys that probably should have retired a shark. They just can't fucking afford him. I mean, they're paying Couture, which they should, and they're paying Hurdle, which they should. But they're paying Carlson, which they absolutely should not. And even Mark Edward Vlasic, who I loved for a hot second, he has not had a great couple years. Yeah, um, no. He was really good a couple of years ago. Like he had a lot of fucking upside. Yeah. He 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 just looked like a very good defensive defenseman. Like I hate when people do this because they do it at the draft. But, like, he almost reminded me of Brian Suter a little bit. He's not flashy. He just plays really good fucking defense. And that's probably right around the time that they signed him. <laughs> and now he's 35, and it's not looking great that they're paying him seven fucking million dollars. Um, And in terms of, like, uh, the best thing they ever did, at least recently, was getting Capo Kakinen, who I fucking love, if you couldn't tell. That was a solid move for their future. Love that, dude. I can't believe Minnesota gave that kid up. Fucking 26. He's a stud. I, I, I really hope I don't eat these words. They, they didn't have room for him, though. Why? Why? Because they like Cam Talbot and Marc-Andre Fleury? Those guys are in the 30s. Listen, Cockney I'm not talking about Cam future. Talbot this episode. I'm just <laughs> saying I'm going to avoid the words Cam Talbot because I flip-flop. I, I was like, I love him. I hate him. I love him. I hate him. Fuck. Oh, boy. Kakanen yeah. is the fucking future. And they traded away for Marc-Andre Fleury, who's, I think, 37 now. 
Why? I he's the guy. I mean, you have you have Kirill Kaprizov. That's a guy you could build a team around. Why would you trade away your starting goaltender? Well, uh, fucking well, let's not let's not piss off Putin. <laughs> I just don't. That, get that, it. Was, I, that was my band name. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. I I don't know, dude. That is easily the best thing the Sharks have done, and they even have James Reimer, who I've hated since Toronto. I like Aiden Hill. But uh, what what do you do? Uh, what do you, if you're the sh- if you're the Sharks? What do you do? That was a burp, by the way. You can't get rid of Carlson. You can't get rid of Vlasic. What do buy you buy him do? out? I if you can. I don't know how their buyout history. Oh, they bought out Martin Jones, and I don't even know who this person is. Rudolph's Balsers, who is a Panther apparently. Mm-hmm. Not really familiar with that. I have no idea. Well, apparently he played for the Senators and he played for the Sharks and they bought him out. Not a clue. Not even a little bit. And they bought out Martin Jones, who they're paying for the next five years in buyout. Yeah, that's going to be rough. I don't know. I don't I don't think you can do anything with this team. I really can't. Eric Carlson is the Nashville version of Zach Parise and Ryan Suter. Like, it's such a fucking anchor that just pulls you down. No pun intended. It's the Sharks. Like, what do you do? You have... Anchor arms. <laughs> um, you have $12 million you can't fucking you use. You shit and try to get as many draft picks over the next three years. Uh, sharks don't make the pick, the playoffs next two years. I agree with that, and... It- I'll I'll throw in the little asterisk of if they do, it's on the back of Capo Kakinen. If they do make the playoffs, they go absolutely nowhere. But if they do it, it's because Capo Kakinen is as good as I think he is, which is very possibly wrong. What do you think about the newest NHL team, the Seattle Kraken? I, I hate the Kraken only because... I think that the Kraken should have sold the fucking sold the the arena to get Alex to rink it. You're a new team. You don't really have like the guy. You need to be able to sell the franchise, you know? Like, you know, Washington has Ovechkin and Sidney Crosby in Pittsburgh and you know They really Rangers botched that and, whole drafting Giordano and then trading him back to Toronto or trading him to Toronto. And that's they, they they sold Giordano as like the guy, like the captain. It's like you have pieces. You don't really uh, nothing phenomenal, you know. I do actually like Philip Grubauer, but with the team they have, he's not really getting a lot of support. You need a guy who you can sell to your fucking fans right so yeah. they should have offered anything they possibly could to get alex to bring it fuck even kirby doc you know there were pieces out there that you could have kirby asked. doc is amazing there were so many pieces out there that you could have fucking gone out and off huberto you could have got kachuk you could have got fucking johnny hockey i mean they were out there i let's say hockey but Johnny Hockey wanted to go to fucking Columbus. Fine. Let's say Kachuk wanted to go to Florida. Whatever. There's other places you can look for actual generational, ta- maybe not generational talent, but guys who you can sell tickets for. You know, in Columbus, you know, 10, 15 years ago, whatever the fuck it was, 
people just went to see Rick Nash, you know, because he was talented and it was a fun fucking game to go to. And even if Columbus lost because the rest of the team sucked ass, absolutely. There's nothing else to do in Columbus. <laughs> also, it snows a lot. You, you were saying before about Johnny Hockey, you're like, yeah, he wanted to get out of Canada. I was like, it snows a lot in Ohio, too. <laughs> It's not even that. He didn't want to be that close to New Jersey. Uh, he was going to sign with the Devils, but he didn't want everybody coming out of the woodwork and dealing with all that shit, which I do not blame him. Well, so he's from New Jersey, but he was South Jersey. Oh, and no, also that, Philly didn't Philly. step up. Philly uh, could have well, fucking got him. That's a very funny story, too. Not that we're talking about the Metro, but... <laughs> <laughs> Off topic again. <laughs> Drink. <laughs> I can't... Shit, I'm running low, man. I'm gonna have to go. You're gonna have to go on a rant again, brother. Oh Jesus Christ! Well, it's not gonna be in this division. It's not gonna be on this team. <laughs> Did you even make yourself a drink yet, or no? Yeah, I, I wouldn't come back, but I have a head for like I can hear what you're saying when I leave. So ah, uh, oh, oh, that makes a lot of sense. That's <laughs> why it seemed a little more seamless when I started talking about Byfield when I got back. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't have that. My shit's on a wire like fucking old school. So, fucking, anyway. Okay, Grandpa. <laughs> I don't know, dude. If you're Seattle, you should have went out and got somebody. I know they went... They So they got uh, Bjorkstrand from Columbus, but that's not, like, on name, you know? he's. I'm not saying he's not talented, but he's not, you know, to rink it. He's not... You're not making your nut off of fucking... Uh, Bjorkstrand. He he's not the he's not the captain, but they absolutely could have gone out and did that. Like they could have gone out and found the guy. Dude, they should have. They should have fucking. They should have stepped up and tried to get Kachuk. They could have. They really could have. I mean, they could have just traded away a ton of picks. They have their first, obviously, which you know is going to be low. They have three second rounds, like. Just, just go to Calgary and say, "What do you want?" And yeah, if it's but, any of the, any of the guys on my roster, okay, like that's but, it. But I like Eberle. I like Jaden Swartz. I like, like, I like a lot of their pieces. Like they got Philip Grubauer. They got Drager. Uh, Martin Jones. I don't really agree with. I, um, yeah, I, I <laughs> like no, no, no. I like Jones. But what I'm saying is, I liked I, him five years ago. Well, all right. I like Jones when he was with Los Angeles, but I still think the talent is there. He just needs a supporting cast. And similarly, Seattle is a good team, but they don't have the guy. They don't have the captain. They don't have... It's all supporting guys. And I agree with what you're saying. I mean, Schwartz is good. Everly is good. Burakoski is good. Bjorkstrand's good. Nobody is... The goal scorer. Nobody is the Ovechkin. Nobody's the Crosby. Nobody's the. They're just all assist guys, essentially. You know, they need a guy who can fucking consistently put the puck in the net and make it fucking happen. And I, they should have done that in the off season. They absolutely had the way to do that, and you know, it, it just didn't fucking happen. So that's on them. And I think yeah, that's your, shit. Year one was kind of rough. That's fine. It's the first year in an expansion draft. I absolutely understand that. But in the offseason, they absolutely could have made moves, and they just fucking didn't. And I think that's garbage. If you have to sell your first-round pick for a guy like Debrinkit, do it. 
Because at the very least, it's a fiscal move. It's a move that'll make you some fucking money. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. So, I mean, you gotta you gotta be able to use the cap space you have. You gotta be able to acquire picks, get picks, do whatever it is. You're an expansion team. You have to get people in the fucking seats. That's what you need. And they're not gonna be able to do that with how shitty their team is. You know? You you went out, you fucking bid to get this team to be in fucking Seattle. Make this team watchable. And I, I don't think they're terrible, but first off, I, I just I don't know, man. They they, they should have done better. I, as somebody who wants to watch this team succeed, especially because, like, you know, after watching the fucking Knights go all the way to the conference, uh, sorry, the Stanley Cup Finals, their first year in the league, you want them to do wild. well. And that was such a good fucking team. And they've just gotten worse since then. But Seattle absolutely Those, had those hoes ain't loyal. By the way, can you hear my fucking dog freaking the fuck out in the background? No. Thank you. God, because he is losing his absolute bananas right now. Oh, now I, I heard know. him. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck's going on in my backyard, but he is not happy about it. So yeah, the Kraken can suck my dick. They need to fucking ship up or ship out. Trade, get a fucking name on your fucking roster. Even if it's Malkin, who's fucking wrong side of 30. As long as you have somebody who can sell you the fucking franchise, that's, that's what this team needed to do. And they didn't do it, so they can suck me twice. And they're not going to make the playoffs. Not with this team. I like Grubauer, but it's yeah, just a lot I don't of... Think, I think they're a couple of years away from the playoffs. They need to, uh, I guess, mature as a franchise. Their supporting cast is great. They just need the guy, and they'll be fine. But... Kobolchuk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, might as well sign Parise uh, and uh, Clarkson while you're at it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see before I cry. Ve- well, we just talked about Vegas. Let's go to Vegas. Um, I think they're going to make the playoffs and be out in the second round. They don't have room to do shit, and we know what their team is. It's solid. As long as their goaltending holds up, they're good. Okay, but that's the thing. So Robin Leonard's out for the season. So yeah, yeah that was a rough one. And I've always liked their goaltending just because they've had a lot of, like, I mean, high profile guys. Well, no, their their first season it was oh God, I can't even remember names. I mean, they had four goaltenders they went through. One of them was Malcolm Subban, obviously Robin Leonard, Mark. Oh, that was year one. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. They had uh, Oscar something or other. I can't remember the goaltender's name, and it was just not Lindbaum. Jesus Christ, what was it? I'm not gonna fucking remember. There's so many... This is like the opposite of what I was just saying about Seattle. There's a lot of names on this team. But in terms of, like, production, like, where is it? I mean, they haven't been... even. I I remember this. When I was playing fantasy hockey back however many years ago... Oh, um, when I I won the league and you didn't pay me? Yeah, suck me. You'll get paid, you fucking idiot. (laughs) I had William Carlson when he had 40 goals. And I just remember being like, oh, this guy's a generational fucking talent. 
And then he just oh, that's a hot that's a hot take. <laughs> suddenly it kept getting worse and worse and worse and worse. And suddenly I look like the asshole. Yeah. Thank God we weren't doing a podcast back then. <laughs> oh, dude, that would I lo- that would have been better, dude. If we were doing this, we need to do, when we do this podcast where we're both in the same room. It's gonna be a shit show. Oh my God, bro! I didn't even think about that. That's gonna be a fucking riot i probably won't wear pants if i'm being honest <laughs> you're wearing pants <laughs> oh, i'm in my undies bro i got off of work fucking five hours ago so as long as long as vegas stays help healthy second third round of the playoffs they got eichel they got stone they got marcia show they have riley smith like what's, what's his name uh, we're not going off on this right now. <laughs> Jonathan Marshall? <laughs> uh, uh, Leonard's out, but they can figure that out. Dude, Nolan Patrick trade was a fucking dud. He was a shitty draft pick. That's oh. why the Devils didn't take him. And Apparently he sucks on got, Philly. What did they call that? They, he's got uh, those headaches. I can't remember what they're fucking called. Migraines? No, 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 no. It's something more serious than that. Seen, uh, it's gonna bother me because I'm a medical professional and all. Oh, and fucking Vegas is five. They need to make five million cap space before the beginning of the season, which is ridiculous. I this they're so strange of a team. They've I just never it's, understand. So like, all right, there goes Riley Smith. <laughs> now we don't have a fucking another player that's fucking. But they also picked up... All right, so you always talk about how much I loved Florida back in the day. They picked up a lot of those pieces. Jonathan Marchessault, Riley Smith. Those are guys that were on that team that I loved back in the day. And that really was... The, I mean, so Jonathan Marchessault, they got in the expansion. They really, they really did take a lot of those players you were always just about. No, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I just love Jonathan Marchessault. Dude, if the Rangers fucking traded for Marchessault... Not, I mean, not that they should, because they really don't have a fucking spot for him, but... Even fucking Shea Theodore. I always loved Shea Theodore. There was a lot of pieces that they drafted and traded for that were like, this fits the team, you know? Like, this really, like, it it fills out the pieces that they need. Like, really where they're going with everything. And in terms of goaltending, when they had it, you know, Flurry was a fucking stud. Everybody knows that Flurry chokes in the fucking playoffs, but you can't argue with results. I mean, he's got at least two rings... That I can not all right, all right. So I mean, we've been going on for a little bit here. Where do you think Vegas ends up in by the end of the season? This season, oh, God, um, we got one more team in this division. <laughs> I know we've been talking for a while. Uh, we uh, started recording at nine fifty one. It is eleven eighteen. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know, dude. I, Leonard's out for the season, and Bossois is out for the near future. So, even if their goaltending is as good as it was when they first became a fucking team, I'll say they don't make the playoffs. I don't trust Eichel. I really don't. I, I, I think he's talented, but I just don't know if he can bring this team to playoffs. And, and my prediction, my prediction, Jack Eichel goes full Taylor Hall, grabs uh, this team by the balls, and drags them 
even though they're doing everything wrong, he will get them into the first round of the playoffs, and then they lose. And then they lose. <laughs> ah, there we go. So first round exit. Yeah, that's what I think is going to happen. Oh, wait. Um, all right, real quick side note. I, I'm, I'm not going to... Well, maybe I'll change my, my answer a little bit. I just Googled the, uh, the depth chart for the Vegas Knights. So obviously, Robin Leonard's out. Lawrence Bossois. Um, they have Michael Hutchinson, who I know you know I love from uh, yeah. with Winnipeg. Um, I take it back. I'll, I'll go with what you said. First round exit. Because <laughs> I don't trust... I don't trust Eichel at all. I don't think he could fucking make it happen. That's, all, that's the only person I trust on that team right now. No, <laughs> him, no. him and Riley Smith. Riley Smith. What about Marcia Sill? Uh, he's, he, he's streaky. That's fair. He, he's going to pop off or he's not going to show up for half the season. Like, right. he's done it before. It's rude, but I respect it. <laughs> All right, last team in this division, the Vancouver Canucks. Yeah. What a dumpster. They <laughs> should just be. <laughs> what, they have your boy Hughes on there, though? <laughs> yeah, they need to fucking trade him to New Jersey with his brothers. <laughs> it's, yeah. like complete, it's like complete. It's like in. New Jersey just needs to complete the Infinity Gauntlet. They just ah. need the last hue. They need the last, <laughs> the last hues. hues. Uh, no, no, I don't think that's going to help anybody. Um, <laughs> I, Vancouver is uh, strange because I really do like Thatcher Demko. I've seen a lot of talent from him. Dude, I love Vancouver. They have Elias Pedersen. They have Elias Pedersen. <laughs> they have. Oh, say it one more time. <laughs> no, they literally have two players named Elias Pedersen. No, they fuck it. Wait, for real? Yeah, they drafted an Elias Pedersen this year. Oh fuck! I didn't. Well, you're the draft guy, so I don't know that. It's, that that was the joke. Thank you. Welcome to my TED talk. But they got Brock Besser, they got Bo Horvat, JT Miller, Connor. Like, they have fucking talent. They have Quinn Hughes, one of, at 22, one of the best defensemen in the NHL. You must not have saw the uh, international tournament because uh, he played for the United States, and uh, it was bad. He, he, he let up a, a pass. That was literally, it literally, you know, ended the United States because um, <laughs> it was like they were on a power play. It was probably like three to two. I think they were playing. Fuck, it wasn't Germany. Maybe. Jack. I can't remember off the top of my head. If they can get Oliver Ekman Larson to get his head out of his fucking ass. And he played very well last season. I thought I, I watching Oliver Ekman Larson. Which they literally got for fucking peanuts. Yeah. He looked okay. I thought. Like, he... he, he oh, definitely... speak, speaking, speaking of the IIFF tournament, whatever it is, uh, Ekman Larsson was playing, played for Sweden. That's not... There's no way that's possible. He didn't no, play I, U18s, obviously. Yeah. So, alright. So, um, I, I just looked it up because it was fucking bothering me. Yeah, they, they played... Chechnya, I apologize. And uh, so they were on a power play, and uh, 
Oh, no, wait Honestly, a minute. If no, you I'm look not, at it. I'm not talking about Quinn Hughes. I'm talking about the other Hughes. I'm just realizing that now. Oh, you're, talk, you're talking about uh, Luke Hughes. Uh, yeah, but he, listen, he's still developing. He's not coming to the NHL this year. He already said he's going back to Michigan. Okay. Don't get me started. Let's not get started on the. Uh, <laughs> we'll be here another three days. And he's he's a a devil, right? Like he signed yeah. and everything like that. Um, I don't think he signed an entry level contract, but this would be his second year, so they still have another year to sign him. I see. But he was drafted um, by the Devils. He was drafted by the Devils. He the plan is to get him there, but they're so when you sign a player after the draft, you have three years of them max. Mm-hmm. But if you wait two years or three years and then sign them, then you have another three years of their rights exclusively. Right. Why they develop, so they can stay in juniors, or Hughes wants to stay in Michigan. And dude, Hughes is bulked up. He's getting better. He's not. He's not NHL ready yet, but yeah. I think he's close. So they're watching his development, and he's going to be playing with Jack Hughes, and it's going to be solid. And then they're going to trade for the other Hughes, and it's going to be the trifecta. No. And and then I'm just going to come buckets. <laughs> I've heard this from Devils fans before. <laughs> so I I. When we were talking about Vancouver, again, I got distracted because I was thinking Quinn, but it's the other one, the other Hughes. Um, so yeah, Va- uh, Quinn. No, you were thinking Luke Hughes, but it's Quinn yeah, Hughes yeah. as on Vancouver. Correct. Quinn Hughes, one of the top three defensemen in the league last year. Probably next year he'll probably be top five. So they're also paying Tyler Myers, who I've probably hated since Buffalo, if I'm being honest. Yeah, you've never been big on him. Um, ironic, because he's a big motherfucker. But yeah, no, you're right. And it's just because, like, a big guy like that, I mean, he is 6'9". Nice. But I, I've never liked him, because he tries to play that big game, especially, like, Chara is 6'9", and he tries to play that. He he can't fucking hang, nice. you know? He's like Brian Boyle, you know? It's like, you're you're that big, but you're not that fucking guy, you know? Um, and, and Tyler Myers, in my opinion, got overpaid completely. Like, it's gross. Um, the defense. Gross. For... You're acting like they gave fucking, like, Pavel Zaka a $15 million deal. Wait. I'm nervous. Did that happen? <laughs> no, it didn't. He, uh, Pavel Zaka got traded to the Bruins. He's a restricted no. free agent. Hasn't signed yet. No, no, no. Um, he, did, he absolutely did sign because I saw that he signed. I just don't remember what he got. Oh, uh, not uh, probably not much, but he's oh, three and a half. He, he got a year. Yeah, his his he, he's a good player. I like him, but he was he was drafted higher than he should have been. I've listened. You'd know way more about that than I do. Oh, get me started on Zaka. Let's stay with the Canucks. <laughs> okay. Well, this is the last team, so. Um, uh, uh, all right, so we'll we'll we'll, we'll pull it together. Um, Demko is a very 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 talented goalie. I don't think a lot of people. Understand Whoa! That. Hold up. Pause. Breaking news. Oh boy. Um, I need to uh, look a little deeper. According to Elliot Friedman. 
The Chicago Blackhawks are trading Patrick Kane to the Oilers. 50% salary retained. Absolutely not. There's no way that's true. For what? The fuck if I know, I'm just seeing this now. <laughs> oh, I'm looking into this. Hold on. I'm I'm looking into this because Kaney was supposed to come to either the fucking Rangers or the Sabres. Let us see. Ironically, the first thing I see is uh, 21 hours ago. No, wait. I don't. I don't see anything official. I don't see anything official either. Hang on. I'm getting um, a beer. I'm getting a beer. I'm a lot this. of. All right, go ahead. Do that. I'm gonna keep going on about this. Uh, let's see. We see Kent Hughes talking about Carey Price. Uh, do do do. Canadians get Monahan, Cadre of Flame. Ben Settler passed away, R.I.P. Robin Leonard missed the season. I'm not seeing anything about Kane getting traded. Let us see. This is the live looking at the breaking news. I know it's boring, but let's, we have to know if Pat, like we were just talking about the fucking Oilers had no cap space. How are they going to get Patrick Kane, even if he's five million? Patrick Kane, most points since 2016-2017 season. Patrick Kane is third with 517 points. Leon Dreisaitl second, Connor McDavid first. Eh, it kind of makes sense. Du -du 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 -du. Hearing Patrick Kane will be an oiler, it's just a matter of when. Uh, du -du -du. That's not an official source. Text. Yeah, that's bullshit. That's bullshit. Uh, I'm not going to say this is a solid source. There's nothing that's saying that this is actually official. That's why you gotta watch out for some of this freaking fake news on Facebook. What else do we got here? Uh, so we're talking about the Canucks. Connor Garland, solid. Ilya Mikheyev. I think that's how you say that. If I do mispronounce it, I'm sorry. I mean, they still need to clear 2 million cap space before the season starts. So how are Vancouver going to do that? Say, I mean, there's talks about trading JT Miller. I mean, JT Miller is pretty solid. I wouldn't want to trade him away. Cap hits pretty high, but let's see his point production. I mean, he had 99 points last year. That's fucking hard to trade away. So, I don't know what to say about that. I mean, that's a rough spot. I, there's been a lot of rumors about JT Miller, but I would keep him. At least for one more year. I don't know. And uh, you know what? If, it, if, it, if, it, that, if it looks if it looks at the trade deadline that Miller's not putting out like he was, or you're not, he is and you're not making the playoffs, fuck it. Trade it. He almost had 100 points last season. Trade it. Second round pick. 
Fucking bada bing, bada boom. Well, similar to your wife, if she's not putting out like you used to, um, you know, you you get rid of her for sure. So if he's not putting out, uh, you know, it's time to go. You're just you're on the trading block. It happens. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's that's called professional hockey. And uh, <laughs> I guess uh, <laughs> I, I while I was making my drink slash using the toilet, I looked into what you were talking about, Patrick Kane, and I I, I didn't I, see anything. I saw nothing substantiated either, and I told our fans that, but you had to go away for five minutes. <laughs> I was doing pee pee, sir. I don't want to fucking hear it. Sometimes you just gotta go. Well, all right. Uh, so uh, we're, all right. So Vancouver has to clear two mil cap space, and they need to be a good team. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you think they end up this season? Ah. Uh... It's tough. I like Thatcher Demko. I think he's talented. I definitely think he's underrated. Which is odd of all the teams we've talked about. The goaltending is not the issue on this team. No, no, no. I know. I'm just saying that I I really do think that, like, the team itself could probably be built around him. You know what I'm saying? He's 26. I saw him play with Utica Comets, comets, but... Fucking dude, I am an AHL whore. By the way, I've been trying to get a hold of the Charlotte Checkers, and they will not answer me back. <gasps> Rude motherfuckers! I, it's almost like we don't have a lot of listeners. <laughs> I told them we're a small podcast, but you know what? Five is better than nothing. That's what I'm saying. We got plenty of listeners. Come on, bro. I mean, listen. I'll, I'll tell when you call them next time. Explain to them this. I will fly down from New Jersey, which is far, and we will go and talk to the, the fucking guys, the boys. I, I, you know? I, I like how it's like, y- your comment right there is like, which is far, and be like, listen, I'm willing to have somebody come down here from New Jersey! That's right, that's right. <laughs> and I'm not a New Jersey fan, that'll probably sell them, you know what I mean? Be like, not for nothing, he liked Noah Hannafin, so... You might as well right. just fucking, you know, pay for his ticket, you know? Alex Nadelkovich? No. <laughs> <laughs> he want us to call their car. Now block of fish. <laughs> but uh, I say Canucks miss the playoffs. Uh, maybe. I'm going to go bubble team just because I really like that, Demko. I think that they will make the playoffs, but first round exit. They just, it's not there. It's, there's a lot of pieces that are missing right now. And definitely I definitely not a contender. Yeah, no, 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 no. They're, they're not making the cop. That's for sure. The Rangers, however. <laughs> Listen, we're not talking about the Metro yet, motherfucker. All right. All right. Maybe next. By week. the time we, by the time we get to the Metro, fucking devils might be good, but <laughs> <laughs> until next time. Have a good dump. GM connected. Bring it back. Oh yeah. Would one side note there. Here we go. They already <laughs> said that. They already said that it's not going to be in the next game. Are you fucking kidding me? I must have missed that because I've been googling. I put. Po- I posted it on our Twitter. Uh, I fucking hate that. It's so dumb. It, 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 I'm not going to do the rant again. It's a little over. All right, all right, all right. Until next time. Have a good dump. Woo! <laughs>